0: Hey guys, it's the Andrew Bello from the Hameen Media Group Podcast of the Year, the Wednesday Locker Room, and the former host and founder of the Next Level Wrestling Podcast. It's 2021, and it's time to kick out and leave the past behind us. Hameen Media Group starts the year off with over 2.25 million downloads, and our fan base is continuing to grow every day. Thank you for subscribing and sharing all of our channels, podcasts, and videos, and for standing strong with HMG in the face of ongoing censorship. We will always adapt and overcome any obstacles put in our way. We will overcome and certainly achieve even more success in the ever-changing digital landscape. Please make sure you're subscribed to Hacker Hameen and Hameen Media Group on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Thank you to all of the Patreon.com slash Hamin Media Group subscribers, home of the Rip Rogers FR podcast, named by Patreons to be their favorite show on the entire homie Media Group network. More content, including marketing and podcasting seminars, watch-alongs from Hamin's career in 2CW, OVW, DCW, and more. When you subscribe to Patreon.com slash Hamin Media Group, You are the fuel that drives HMG's free shows for the entire community. We salute you and thank you for your continued support in 2021. We continue our year supported by our daily listeners and our local sponsors, including ProWrestlingTees.com. Get the shirts of all your favorite Hameen Media Group wrestling personalities and support them directly. Greek God Papadon, Stevie Richards, Chris Silvio, SEG shirts for Big Sal, and of course, Ben Amin. Yola. also check out zordosoliveoil.com make a healthy choice for 2021 when you cook with zordos ultra premium artisanal olive oil imported directly from greece visit zordosoliveoil.com today and taste the difference of an ultra premium product for yourself and wake up bro it's time to get the official vince russo bro coffee kick the day off right bro with a cup of brosters coffee The exclusive limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee is a medium roasted Nicaraguan blend with chocolatey notes and a smooth finish that will have you up and ready to go, bro. Order yours exclusively at thebroasters.com. And it's 2021, and the Hameen Media Group staff are all committed to Stevie Richards Fitness this year and getting ourselves into the best shape we've ever been in. You've seen Big Ray's amazing transformation, and there are plenty of SRF members interacting right now, motivating each other for the new year. So don't worry about gyms and lockdowns. Let's get in shape together, using our community for support and Stevie Richards Fitness to achieve our goals for 2021. Join us and visit StevieRichardsFitness.com for the most affordable and effective home workout program that will give you results, real results, 12 and 16 week resistant band programs are available for instant download now at StevieRichards.com and RussoBrand.com, where the pros are pros, bro. Hear the most valid opinions in wrestling from the pros who live it. No other podcasting platform and online wrestling punditry has the lineup of wrestling stars like RussoBrand.com. Stevie Richards, Disco Inferno, Shane Douglas, Just Incredible. Big Vito, Stevie Ray, Taylor Hendricks, Bin Hameen. And now there's even more shows on the way with a partnership with the two-man power trip. Why would you go anywhere else but RussoBrand.com? We thank you for listening and being an incredible community of wrestling-addicted, conspiracy-minded, straight-brim hat-wearing infidels. By the way, Bin Hameen wrote this copy, and I'm currently in a basement being held at gunpoint. He's already shot Adler's twice, and I hope this is the correct style of intro he was looking for. So enjoy the show, HMG listeners. Please, for the love of Stevie, enjoy the show. The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network.
1: Today's 2021 premiere episode of Destino, a New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast, is brought to you by the HTM Podcast Network online, marks.com. Also brought to you by Mean Media. Two feeds for your listening pleasure now: hackerhamin.podbean.com and group.podbean.com. Also available over at the PW Hustle, PWHustleNetworks.podbean.com, and syndicated by our friends over at NDPW.com and now at the Rational Rage Network. You can find Destino wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts: be it Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Apple, Google, or iHeartRadio. On today's Wrestle Kingdom review, I'm joined by not one, not two, but three co-hosts to break down nights one and two of Wrestle Kingdom. I'll probably actually end up splitting this into two episodes for your earhole enjoyment. Your panel includes myself along with Mighty Joe Morin from Turnbuckle Talk, 8-Track Black of the PW Hustle Zone, and 8-Track Brown from the flagship... The PW Hustle. No stardom report this week. I will try to get out a big stardom episode in the next week or so, as well as cover New Year's Dash. We did two hours just on Wrestle Kingdom night one and night two, and to be honest, we were tired at the end of it. Try to get that out in the next week, maybe 10 days. Depends on how fast stardomworld.com gets the episode from the 10th uploaded. Tons to talk about from the Tokyo Dome, so let's go ahead and jump into it. But first, our friends from Down Under this is Knife Party.
2: You blocked me on Facebook, uh, and now you're going to die. Now you're going to die.
1: the break gotta talk uh, about our, our stardom matches that we didn't actually get to see but i know that they happened i saw photographs of, of them actually happening queen's quest team of saya kamitani azm and utami defeat donna del mundo's net supoy haimika and mica in nine minutes and 48 seconds with a phoenix splash from saya on the Natsupoi, which I, I found interesting because Sai is way down the card and Utami is the World of Stardom champion. So, like, what the fuck, right? DDM's Julia and Siri defeat Tam Nakano and Mayu Iwatani, who absolutely hate each other right now, in 12 minutes and 49 seconds with a glorious driver. Because we all know Julia must pose at the end of the stardom matches so that everybody knows that she is the face of the company. Which brings us to the king of pro wrestling. For some reason, they show me this fatal four-way, but they don't show me the stardom matches, which I feel a little insulted by. Uh, Yano defeats Bushi, Chase, and Fale in 7 minutes and 34 seconds to be the king of pro wrestling 2021 provisionally. (laughs) Not only is he the king of pro wrestling in 2020, New Japan, you brought this on yourselves. You have cursed 2021 to be exactly the fucking same as 2020, booking Yano to be the provisional king of pro wrestling for 2021 I hate these fucking gimmick matches, and I hate fucking Yano. 8-Track Black, I see you sitting there laughing at me. Just because you know I hate fucking Yano. You know I hate this shit.
2: Please tell me you hate this shit. I, I, I hate this shit, too. Yes! I mean, I mean, uh, I mean it's bad now that you have freaking Boosie laying there for like 20 seconds like he a teeth for resume 19, waiting ready for the pin, and he does not kick out. This is, I mean, you got Chase Owens and Bella Fale, or as as my best friend would say, Bella Fail, um, <laughs> trying for, ouch, oh, for, try for the pinfall, and they don't they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't get it. They get low blow by Yano, and Yano gets to win, and he's the cunt of pro wrestling once again. And this is, this is some bullshit. This is a waste of time. I we I watch I, watched, I watched, saw the one to watch the freaking starter match. and this shit, this is a bullshit What wow. time.
1: Wow. I'm with him. I think it's bullshit. But I think we can tie this together. Because now I want to see El Phantasmo challenge Yano for the king of pro wrestling. And I (laughs) want Yano to be the one to expose that El Phantasmo is using a loaded boot. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Yano's (laughs) got to be the one to call him on that bullshit. I can see that, yeah. It's got to be. It's gotta That's be. I, I I'd, I'd pay money to see that. Joe, it, this KOPW shit,
3: like, it's, it's, does this so, just it's do a laughing, anything for anybody? It's a laughing stock at this point, isn't it? I mean, seriously. I mean,
1: I mean, I feel like just being associated with it brings you down the card. The
3: the, the dude's got a QR code in the back of a fucking chair as he's coming down to the hey, ring.
1: Hey, let's make no mistake.
3: Yano is fucking over. Oh, yeah, I, I get it, but, yeah.
1: I don't know why, but people yeah, love this fucking guy. <laughs> Track,
3: you're muted. Oh, yeah. now you're back. No. Yeah. How about this to blow your mind, uh, since there's a, a partnership with the AEW New Japan here, Jargo, I'm going to blow your mind. Yano versus Orange Cassidy. I knew you oh, were going to say that. <laughs> people want to see that, and yeah. they might as well do it. <laughs> they might as well, right? Oh. Uh...
1: Man, I, I, I
3: don't want to see that. I don't want yeah. to see that. I, but when we do, we'll make sure I, we're going to talk about it. Man, I. <laughs> it's going to happen. You know it. It's going to happen. I would rather see
1: Minoru Suzuki versus Orange Cassidy. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't <laughs> they have that? Didn't he fight Orange I Cassidy? Uh, I, wasn't it like Rev Pro or something he, like that? It was a, It was at some indie promotion. I never saw it. They want to
3: post Yeah. They to post it like but you got to do like a casket match, though. You got to fucking bury his ass, right?
2: <laughs> and they were supposed to have a match with Mario. Because <laughs> uh, that's going to be an
3: actual murder.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes, they were supposed, supposed to have exactly, it, and it got canceled.
4: Exactly. Alright, okay. That's what I thought.
3: Yeah. Fucking book it for the Tokyo Dome, man. Yep. Casket match. Minoru Suzuki versus Roach Cassidy. No, wait, the man. I want like...
1: Murder! I want like uh, a full-on FMW fucking exploding ring and shit. Yeah. I mean, do that shit up. Yeah, give me that. Oh, shit. All good. right, let, let, let's talk about the real card. Your 62nd That's IWGP true. Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, the team of Yoshinobu Kanamaru as well as El Desperado, defeat the ass clowns in the nail biter of the entire event. That's right. No title for Master fucking Wado. No title for Ryusuke Taguchi. We are going to keep the belt on Suzuki Goon. This made me happy. I was scared. I was terrified they were going to put the belts on the ass clowns. But no, no, not happening.
4: Listen, listen, listen. I'm going to tell you this right now, Jargo. When the great Waddle is in the WWE. You're not going to put over master fucking Waddle, are you, right now? Seriously? No, no. No, when master Waddle I said the great Waddle. When the master Waddle, when he's in the WWE as the great Waddle.
1: When he's selling
4: fucking merch. And he's selling all types of freaking uh 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 uh, uh what do you call it wizard sticks and and, uh, and, and and types of ears to the American children. I'm gonna tell you, I was right. This guy is funny. I, I'd look forward
3: crazy. to when that day never comes. His shirt'll have it'll have, it'll have, it'll have like bobble eyes on it. The eyes looking in different directions oh and shit. Yeah. He's gonna he he's gonna hit America. With the largest sound, man. This
1: dude's
4: gonna have Disney. Are cartoons. you saying are you saying he's
1: gonna be the Japanese Shawn Michaels? <laughs> I'm
4: saying I'm saying this dude is money, okay? He's gonna he's for the kids, alright? Oh fuck. He's the greatest merch sellers to the children that the world has ever seen. Ain't nobody Help
1: buying me. that shit, man. This is the Ain't same Nobody guy. buying that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be yeah, fucking Taguchi when join. he grows up. Oh God! Oh, man, listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because, because the, 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 despite his look and the pairing that he have him in, right, that match was really fucking good. Why don't fucking go? And that, and that's, and that's the reason why it's hard for me. It's like, uh, it's like El Fantasmo in, in reverse. You know, yeah. look, we could shit on that shit
3: all day. But the guy can fucking go. Yeah, the, the, uh, the in-ring work stuff is fantastic, but the character is non-existent, non-existent. Yeah, you're right
4: about that. You're yeah. absolutely right. But his, his in-ring work really is, maybe it's not a total saving grace, yeah. but it's, it's it's something that, that at least you yeah. can say
3: is enjoyable about this guy. Yeah. He can wrestle. He yeah. can work. So there's like no emotional attachment whatsoever, like nothing. Like it's not, it, it, it's it's worse than Sonata. But I feel honestly. like
1: I feel like the problem with Master Wado for me is he's a fucking idiot. Like to me, that is the problem. All right, because like there was a point in this match, right, where Taguchi has oh. like fucking Kanemaru clearly pinned, right, yeah. and yeah. Wado is standing in the ring. Do something, and all of a sudden, Desperado comes in and just, just makes the no. save. He doesn't do. It at and all it's all. like, Watto, you fucking idiot! What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like,
3: it has like it's no like no peripheral vision or anything. Like,
1: you bully <laughs> right? <laughs> You know? And they're like, oh, an experience of Master Wado showing. And I'm like, no, he's a fucking idiot.
3: The only thing that would have made that better would have been, like, to have, like, Mitchell Cole trying to sell that aspect of it. That would have been fucking fantastic.
1: And it's just, it's the little shit like that that I'm just like, God damn it, A-Track Black. I want to like this kid, but he's a fucking idiot.
3: That moment, uh, like you had mentioned, that was so, that, that, Reminded oh. me of like Bobby Heenan saying that Marty Giannetti tried to drive dive through the window to escape. Like, I
1: mean,
3: was me it. like, oh, well, he didn't quite get that there. I'm like, no shit. Hey, Track
1: Black, but, but, defend Master Wado if you dare. Yes,
2: please. I had to find shit. This, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this fucking guy. I. <laughs> If you guys saw my video, my my period of West Kingdom, I made a, like a two minute rant on this guy. I know you didn't even talk about the match. I just rant about this guy. This this fucking the Smurf, blue balls, motherfucker. This guy cannot get over this damn gimmick. I mean, I'm i sorry, he can he can, yeah he, he can wrestle, but this this guy cannot save his his fucking life with this uh this gimmick. This this no. he is the the. Wesley in of New Japan, I mean, he's a good wrestler, wow. but, but the, the gimmick fucking sucks. I gotta say that to, to the day he gets rid of it. That's, that's the only way you gotta say it when he gets rid of the damn gimmick and he joins L.I.J. or joins freaking any kind, of, any kind of fashion, except for Bullet Club, because they already have enough members as is. But but this guy, Masato fucking sucks, the Ash clowns. Good, good fucking tag team name cause it, these are all the ass clowns and you might as well just, call, just change this, this guy's name to Master Smurf, Master Blue Balls whatever the fuck Master Waddles. <laughs>
1: Master,
2: Master Waddles <laughs> can go to hell
1: as much as I dislike Master mm. Watto, I love right. me some shingo to Kobe. All three of y'all, yeah. all three of uh, y'all are gonna be
4: fucking eating master wato ice cream bars by the next winter. Uh, he
3: needs he needs to, need to have a match with Suzuki so he can smack, f- smack f- that gimmick right out <laughs> his face. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. Let's talk about Shingo and Cobb. Um yes.
1: that's yo, I got
4: that master Wato weed, yo. I got that master waddle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This shit right here? This shit right here, nigga? It makes, you, it makes you dress like a wizard and do all kinds of crazy fucking spins and shit, right? <laughs> like a wizard, yo! <laughs> Your 31st never weight champion, Shingo oh, Takagi, shit. defeats Jeff Cobb in 21 minutes and 11 Man. seconds of holy badassery with The Last no of kidding. the Dragon. Oops. This was awesome. And we said on the preview show that this might steal night two. And I mean, the main event was fucking incredible. So I don't think it necessarily stole night two, but it absolutely, it it has its defenders. Uh, This thing was freaking incredible. The rise of Shingo Takagi through new Japan pro wrestling is something to behold. If you watched just the last two years of this guy's career, and Jeff Cobb has a very, very bright future. I don't know what it is about Jeff Cobb, but all of a sudden Jeff Cobb looks extra mean. Like it looks like he lost a, a, a couple of pounds, hair. and he just he oh. looks stacked. You know?
4: Yo, he's on his way. Cobb, all right, Cobb is on his way to looking like an absolute freak. Okay, you can see. Holla if you hear me. <laughs> he he's on some he's on some Braun Strowman shit with the transformation that he's going through with his body and his physique, and I think it's only he's only he's gonna look gonna look better, no homo. So you know, <laughs> going in, yo, th- this match. I, it, what did I say in the preview that this shit? These two were going to fucking destroy. Who didn't see this coming? Yeah, right. We all knew
1: this was going to be a war. Well, I think Can the biggest say, question so is I, would they let him. I mean, would they give them twenty minutes to go out there and do it? Not and they did. did <laughs> Shit! Not only did they, I'm telling you, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I
4: think they just say, "Yo, listen, go out there and just try to kill each other." All right? That's it. Just, just <laughs> go, just go, just go, because that's literally what <laughs> they did. Yo, and if I'm not, if if I, if, I, if I'm seeing, if I was seeing things, someone tell me, did this dude not bust his mouth open? Yes. yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I was like, what the fuck? I, I thought I'm like, yo. Is that his
3: tooth? It was either a nose or a mouth somewhere.
4: Yo, yo, uh, Shingo Takaji was fucking bleeding. Jeff Cobb was like trying to murder this dude. <laughs> it was like they hated each other in there. Remember I told you. Remember what did I say? These two would be like Maccabi and fucking um, 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 and, and, and Kojima. That's what they were. I mean, uh, uh, Maccabi and Ishii. Ishii. And yeah. that's exactly what this was. This is the new version of that this is the new version of that and Jeff Cobb committed with no hesitation to New Japan yeah. he signed to New Japan and my only thing was we won't see I don't think we'll ever see Jeff Cobb be an IWGP champion no. maybe an IC run hopefully maybe but my thing is this that man fucking didn't even hesitate to fucking sign with you do right by him don't make him, don't make him like Ishii, where you'll give him kick-ass matches and he's just fit for the never, never open weight division. I have a, I have a cousin who, who likes New Japan, and when I explain to him how the fucking process works, he gets pissed off. Because he, he loves Ishii. He's like, yo, why isn't this guy champion? And I explain how the booking process works. And he's like, that shit is stupid. He's like, well, nobody's, and he, and he says it, he goes, you, nobody can make fun of WWE or AEW or any American promotion if that's the way they're booking shit in Japan. When you got a guy like Ishii who clearly should be wearing a fucking title belt of a higher capacity than no, an open neverweight title.
1: So, and, and and that's that's not that's not a wrong thing to say. It, it really is't. no, it's I mean, not. the The problem becomes there's while there's a ton of titles in New Japan, and there's a lot of guys, and it's like, why isn't this guy champion? why Why isn't this guy champion? And it's like you look at the guys above him and you start talking about guys like Okada, Ibushi. Mm-hmm. Osprey, and it's just like, well, fuck. Okay, now let's let us let us sit down and make a list. Where does Ishii fall on the list? Yeah. And it comes well, up well, about like you know maybe seven or eight, best case scenario. And it's like, how yes. do they have that much fucking talent on that roster? Uh,
3: like I've like always said though, Jargo, it's like regardless of whether. My bad, Joe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Like I said, Jargo. Like. No matter whether it's New Japan, whether it's WWE, whether it's Ring of Honor, MLW, you name it, AEW, not everybody can be at the fucking top. You need to have your top, uh, top-tier talent. You got to have your mid-car guys, and you got to have your jobbers or your, your your lower guys. Yeah, everybody wants to be at the top, but not everybody can be at the top. It just can't That's work true. that way. It's true. It but this guy. this guy here,
4: you know, Cobb at some point needs to have some gold. And your IC title... Is being held hostage right now. Not and I'm not saying that in a bad way, but they're, they're, they're holding it hostage by by pretty much keeping it on on on, you know, the, the champion when you're supposed to be using that belt as that stepping stone, you know, and we'll get into that because I have some things to say about how they can, you know, split this title up. But, you know, Cobb needs to be all right. You got the You got the heavyweight title. You got the IC title, right? It's been a long time since we've seen the IC title even close the show. And that was even before the pandemic. Yeah. So you got, they got to get back to that, number one. And you can have a tier of guys like a Cobb, Offspray, not t- until, until they decide to give them the actual title, the, the heavyweight title. A Cobb, or Offspray, um, you, you know, uh, a Sonata, uh, if you will, anybody to, to be that tier of that IC division. So my thing is Cobb signed, you know, he didn't fuck around. You got to, I just want them to do right by him. I'm not saying that they made, they made a bad choice. What the, the, the booking decision was just fine. You got to start somewhere. So that, that's cool. But as the years go by, this guy is going to give you 110% all the time. And that, that needs to be rewarded with more than just an with more, with more than being the open heavyweight uh, every, champion. If you make him the face of that division, that's that's fair enough too. But move him up. That's what I'm saying. This guy is a star. He's a fucking beast, and a beast like that. I'm not gonna lie. I- I'd rather see in America with a guy like Cobb because of the matches that he could have with the, with, with certain people. I, I mean, listen. I do not doubt in any way, shape, or form that given the green light, him and Brock Lesnar would mm-hmm. have a fucking would have a fucking disaster in the yeah. good way yeah. a good one of a fuck match. The- I'm not talking about the WWE six minute bullshit. <laughs> bring 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 Brock into Japan for one night to face Cobb. We're gonna have a fucking we're gonna have a fucking classic. So, done it before. Done it before. I just I just want I just want this man to, to 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 I just want them to do right by him. That's all.
1: The the problem with Jeff Cobb eight track black is Jeff Cobb might be The most chill dude in professional wrestling not named Matt Riddle. (laughs) Like, I mean, like, that is actually Jeff Cobb's personality. And the best work that Jeff Cobb has ever done over his career – was in Lucha Underground when he didn't say a goddamn word, and now in New Japan Pro Wrestling, where he's also not saying a goddamn word because he has Will Ospreay and he has the great Okan cutting promos and he just stands there very much like the Monster Matanza, just now without the mask. What is the ceiling for Jeff Cobb at this point?
2: Well, I mean, him being as a badass heel is is it work works for him because he doesn't need to say anything, he doesn't need to go out there to kick 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 somebody's ass. Um but as HR Brown said, this this guy has signed he didn't waste any time signing sign, sign New, New Japan. He so don't waste your time and says, and says and not do anything with him. He this guy can be a, a IC champion. He just this guy can be can be a US champion. He can he can be he can win one through the another over, over the this guy could be a champion of your company, and just—I mean, not necessarily a world champion, but he can be a top of that other the IT championship and or, or never, never a network rate championship. So just keep don't do doing dirty and give him uh, the all the opportunity he 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 deserves because he he has worked his that off to get to this point. He didn't sign the AEW. He had that one night in AEW, and it's like, no fuck you. I'm going to Japan. Yeah. So. Give him that opportunity to sign as IC champion or, or any kind of championship. It d- doesn't matter what it is. Just, he deserves it. He worried his ass off for it.
1: Now, Joe, I feel like all of the praise that we have just laid upon Jeff Cobb, you could mm-hmm. also flip around and say exactly the same thing about Shingo Takagi.
3: Definitely. Oh, yeah. You know Shingo's been one of the, the reasons why I've fallen in love with watching uh, New Japan for wrestling. And I mean, Shingo's been, you know, since coming back, with being off through the pandemic. I mean, this is a guy that probably above everybody else has just upped his game so much. I mean, other than Hiromu, is there somebody that is more over with the fans than Shingo right now?
1: I mean, I first discovered Shingo when he was doing some of the PWG stuff. Yeah. And it's when he went to new Japan pro wrestling and showed Mm -hmm. up in LIJ, I was just like, Oh shit. Yeah. like, Shingo could be that next coming of somebody like an Ishii. And I feel like the problem, like people are going to say the same thing about Shingo. Like why isn't Shingo getting a chance to run around with the big boy belt? And it's because, you know, you've got seven or eight guys on top of them that belong more in the heavyweight picture than Shingo does. But Shingo can walk around with that bad motherfucker championship and make everybody look freaking great. Whether you're a junior heavyweight or whether you're, Jeff freaking Cobb.
3: Yeah. And Shango's a guy, too, that, I mean, uh, I can honestly kind of live with him not having a title. Just having him have, like, matches uh, with guys at that level like Suzuki. I mean, like, give me, like, two years of him feuding with Suzuki, and I, I will tune into every single fucking match.
1: All right, let's 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 move on to uh, the man uh, who's a bigger star, Hiromu oh. Takahashi. And Hiromu, at this point... wait, wait, wait. And- wait. We're skip, we skipped a match. Did we? Did I skip one? Oh, yeah, I did, because I forgot about this match already. I got to
3: talk about this one. I got to talk about this one.
1: <clears throat> and I'm sure Trax got a spooch about this one, too. As yeah. Sonata defeats Evil in 23 minutes and 40 seconds, you want to talk about a match that I, I kind of felt like I could go to sleep during? It was absolutely Evil and Sonata. It
3: was good, man,
1: but I, I felt like this was a come-down <laughs>
3: match. I, 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 gotta, I gotta disagree on this. I, pr- first thing, the, the two big things for me was I, I I did feel like they used Dick to go a little too much. I mean, th- this guy is like something that you order at like a drive
1: through sex shop, I guess. Dick
3: <laughs> to go! I'll have Dick to go. Um, but dude, like other than the match, the things that I popped the hardest for on this was when the, the timekeeper at ringside got taken out twice by <laughs> people throwing Sonata into the into the uh, <laughs> into the barrier and then like they get they set up back again and the same thing happens again. Dude, the, the timekeeper got taken out. Dude, I I know that that wasn't a comedy spot, but I, I laughed my <laughs> ass off. That shit was <laughs> fun. That was actually, that was
4: a funny spot. Oh my
3: god, crazy. like I was done. I was rolling on the floor things laughing things my ass off. About this
1: match. There was a few things in it that yeah. actually were pretty crazy. Well, yeah. Here was my problem with this match track, right? Like, the setup to this match featured Sonata finally getting pissed off. Sonata is finally, finally full of piss and vinegar to go after his, his former brother, his former faction mate, his former tag partner, to the point where Shingo's got to pull him off a couple of different times, and then he goes backstage and he whips Evil's ass again, and he comes out here like nothing ever fucking happened. Like, this is, I wanted to see that fired-up Sonata, and instead, like, within the first five minutes of the match, he's putting him in the fucking paradise lock and kicking him in the ass. Like, I just, it felt so disconnected to me. Yeah.
4: After, after Evil wrapped that chair around Sonata and scared me and decapitated him with it. That was something new. He woke up. He woke up. Yeah. that was when Sonata you know started fucking getting in and here's the thing the the, 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 the he gets that that you know that narrative of of or out you know he has that that stink of of people like to say boring you it's know literally his
3: character yeah. yeah
4: that's new Japan's fucking fault you know he didn't can't he didn't come out that way New Japan has fucking made this guy. You know,
1: New Japan has treated this guy like John Moxley was treated in the WWE. At yeah, this but point. go back and watch. <laughs> go back and watch when Sonata was in TNA and he's coming out in like, yeah. you know, bright fucking neon blue and he's jumping around like he's a member of the and fucking he said, headbangers, and it was still it was just so- as
3: disconnected. No, no, For no. Me? for me the disconnect is like when he when when he comes out it, it's like that it, it's like that that blank stare the, the the cold skull character and then when he gets in the ring dude is selling his ass off it's like they're two different people uh, that's for, for me where the disconnect is there with him he has a
4: listen I, I i won't say that he definitely needs to work on how he carries himself in and out of the ring and I, I will but I will also say that, you know, when he was in TNA and he was, you know, doing that stuff where he he portrayed Muda, it was being aligned with Storm, he was more exciting to me. And that was when I actually started to notice. Actually before that, actually, when they would do these mini vignettes and showing him workout and all of this stuff, and they was doing his backstory, I said, Okay, yeah, I, I can see I can see where this where, where uh I can see this guy has potential. And then he comes to New Japan and uh you know, you see the look, you see the matches he's having, and it's like, yeah, man, I can see this guy being like, you know, like that understudy for Okada if they, if they have some injury trouble with him. And it was almost just like, you know, well, you're not fully signed yet, so we're going to just treat you like shit and never really do anything with you. And you will be one of the uh, members of, of LIJ, like Bushi, who's not doing anything interesting. You know, at least with Evil leaving, that's more interesting than anything that Sonata's doing right now up until, you know, we get to the main event.
1: And yeah. I, I to me, the most interesting part of this match was as I'm looking at Evil and Sonata in the ring together, 8-Track Black, they look more like a tag team now than they ever did when they oh, were Jesus. a freaking tag team. <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
1: The way they were dressed, definitely.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah, um, they they look like tag team partners in this in this match. I don't know why. I mean, I mean, Sonata, Here's here's my problem with Sonata. He doesn't have any personality. The guy is in Lij, a group that has tons of personality. Every person that in that group has personality except for him. He just stands like you know, like just stands like a. Yeah, I'm I'm cool. I'm Sonata, Yeah, Debbie Downer group. Yeah, he, he he's the party pooper of of, of Lij, yeah. and and this guy. Yeah, he doesn't look like Captain Crunch anymore, but he acts like Captain Crunch. This, I mean, I don't know why he out here.
3: <laughs> 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 That's a great comparison.
2: I don't know why he came out here acting like, oh, uh, he like the the uh, like the the regular old Sonata, instead of just coming out there, just just pissed off and just charging at uh, evil, just kicking his ass. But no, he's doing the fucking piranha log. And he need to to help evil break his fucking neck, almost break his fucking neck, and then wake the fuck up, and then he can kick his ass. I don't I don't get it. I mean this match almost put me to sleep. Um I'm glad it's not a one, but this match just it wasn't was it.
1: I feel like the other problem, Joe, I think it's safe. I I'm finally gonna say it. I've thought it for a while, but now I'm finally gonna say it. Evil is officially Ginger Mahal. Wow. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Since Evil lost the IWGP Heavyweight Championship well, he's been flat,
3: yeah. He has uh, went
1: guess. right back to where he freaking was. Yeah. Corona! Pandemic! You know, you well, know. no, I, I get it, but but, but <laughs> what I don't get is, like, they elevated him up the card, and I felt like he performed rather well at that spot on the card. All he's done is everything they have asked him to go out and do, but when you look at he's his booking, since he lost the titles, yeah, it seems like you the company the was like, says. yeah, no, that was a bad idea.
4: No, when I say pandemic, I'm talking about we don't get a crowd reaction. So he's, listen, we already know how a crowd feels about Okada. We know how they feel about Tanahashi. We know how they feel about Naido and Kota Ibushi. With this transition, we don't that know how they feel point. yet. Yeah. So we, we, we can have our own opinions, but we know damn well we have to see how people react to you in order to how they feel you. We but, already know how... With Sonata, we already know that we can't blame this on on the, we can't blame what happens with Sonata on a pandemic. Okay, but with but this,
1: you, we don't have we don't have he's he's not afforded a reaction. That's not really his fault. We've also seen basically the same story with Osprey, and I have no doubt how that audience feels about Osprey. I have no question how much they hate Osprey.
4: Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. But we already know how much they loved Offspring already. The they, evil. They was didn't all
1: care right. about evil before, and they don't care
4: exactly. about evil again.
1: So we, we never really,
4: we never really, we we don't really get to see if they care now because that's we what know, I'm we saying like he never, never got a shot. That, but that's what makes it. That's that's so that's what gives him this asterisk because if if this was supposed to be, let's see how he does. But we this never got Jinder to see Mahal. that but that but but this is, this is Jinder Mahal without a crowd to, to react to him. They're not reacting because they don't want to. They they can't. <laughs> we can't get that emotion of 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 how they feel about him just yet. That's that's the bad bad spot he got put in. It's nobody's fault. Not New Japan's, not Evil's, she, not the fans. It's just the way that it's unfortunate she, What they should see. You can could, you could only say it's their fault by not realizing with no crowd you're not going to give people a feel to how the audience is feeling. So you can say they shouldn't have done that. They should have waited. So that's the only drawback. They should have waited. That's, that's, that's what the problem is. But since they're going to go ahead and do it, we have to use our imaginations.
3: See, with them taking the tie off, supposed to, for, like, for, for me, where I'm sitting at watching that situation it's like new japan they realize it's like oh oh we messed up let's take it off them like it just it, it happened it felt like it happened so quickly you know they put the title and they realize it's almost like they realized that they fucked up and they went okay no no we gotta do it with somebody else
1: and this just goes back to my theory it was never supposed to be evil it was yeah. always supposed to be osprey then why didn't they go that way in the first place because osprey couldn't get into the country
3: yeah
1: <sighs> yeah good point
3: yeah that makes sense no. And now it's, it's look just at like where I
2: said, is, and look at where Evil is. Right back where he was. Yep. No, I get it. now. It's just, it's just like I said before. Evil is the Bray Wyatt of New Japan. So this is <laughs> exactly what they did. Do it with uh, Bray Wyatt. He won yeah. the championship. He's only only, only held it for like a, like a short time. No, 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 no,
4: no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I gotta cut you off, bro. I gotta cut you off. <laughs> that is not what this is. That is not what this is.
2: No, they- no hear me. Hear me out. Hear me right. out. Bray Wyatt held the belt for like uh, a couple, a uh, couple weeks, a couple months, and then they gave it to Randy Orton. This is pretty much what they did with here. We have Evil win the belt. It had like one, one defense. And he gave it right back to Naito. And they like, no, no, fuck you, Evil. You are going back to the midcard. card? Your yeah. gimmick sucks, and we, we don't trust you at the, at the guy. It's just like they did with the, with Bray Wyatt when he was in the Edo Worlds, and not, not, not so much now when he, when he's the fiend, but when he was uh, doing the whole evil world with all the bullshit, he, that was exactly what they feel about Br- Bray Wyatt. <laughs> so,
1: you know, in, in a way, I, I actually agree with that because the, the whole thing with Evil and really this entire match, the whole like finally going to Evil versus Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom very much feels like the default creative has nothing for you at this time. Exactly. Well, well, the reason, why I, the reason why I'm like, it's not the same with
4: that is because here in Bray Wyatt, you had a guy who's selling merch, the top merch seller, and they got him, and they set the motherfucker on fire. You know, he wasn't the top merch seller when he got the title, but he was still selling merch when he lost to Goldberg. This was New Japan trying to build their star like they did with Okada, Naido, Jay White. Uh, give the guy the title and let's see how he does in that role. And you could say that. You, now you could say they said, "Okay, we, we made a mistake. Let's go back here." I'm just saying the setup is different. This was somebody who they were trying to see. It was a test run. Yeah. What they did with fucking Bray Wyatt was straight burial. What they do <laughs> yes. to every single person. <laughs> yeah. I, they is just did what they usually do yeah. to Bray Wyatt.
3: Now, just <laughs> lighting my... people on fire and killing them. I'm using finger quotations. <laughs> uh, did you mean to tell me to?
4: Dude is a fucking uh, dude is a top selling merch, sell- the top merch seller, and Randy on
1: his fucking fire. I mean, <laughs> like now, y- you guys uh, all know how I feel about Sonata, right? Yeah. I, I I'm just, yeah. I'm I'm not a Sonata guy. No. I'd rather be Sonata than Evil right now. True. I mean, I I, I feel like New Japan has just kind of sold the stock on Evil, and if Evil was like the number two in Bullet Club, I feel like he's already down to three and, and might be dropping lower than that.
3: I mean, Dick Togo is uh, doing better than Evil is right now. Yeah, there is. He's got a cooler name. Let's talk about
1: another guy from Bullet Club who just absolutely took it on the chin at Wrestle Kingdom, and that's Taisha Ishimori. Your 87th IWGP junior champion, Taisha Ishimori, falls to Hiromu Takahashi via the Time Bomb 2, and this match is fantastic. But while everybody knows and everybody loves Hiromu and Hiromu is one of the biggest stars in the company let's start putting some respect on Toshiya Ishimori's name um Ishimori is fucking fantastic and this was his first defense of this title since he won it back in August from Hiromu like they took the title off of Hiromu strictly to give it back to Hiromu at Wrestle Kingdom and did nothing with it in the interim and Ishimori's got a legitimate bitch here. Like, the way that this match has come together, Ishimori is tired of being disrespected. He is tired of Hiromu being the biggest star inside of the division, even when he's walking around as the champion. He's tired of Hiromu headlining Best of Super Junior shows when he's the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Like, they don't give a fuck about Taja Ishimori, and... Well, they kind of proved it at Wrestle Kingdom when Hiromu goes out and pins him with the time bomb, too, even though, you know, Hiromu's basically working with a broken hand after getting his ass handed to him by El Phantasmo the night before. I I really, really like this match, but I really feel like this was a burial of Taisha Ishimori. Joe, what did you think?
3: No, I definitely agree. And I mean, for the longest time, um, you know, being the uh, the Bone Soldier, of the Bullet Club. I mean, he was voted like probably like the the worst of the whole kind of gang over there. But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, do you nailed it. I mean, he just goes so unappreciated. He he showed his worth in this match, and um, they need to take it. I mean, th- this has rematch written all over. it. They need to to do a rematch. They need to <sighs> they need to do more with this guy. I'll just come out and say they need to do more with Ishimori.
1: A-Track Black, your thoughts on Taishi Ishimori before we get to Hiromu.
2: Uh, I, I agree, I agree. Um, they, they they didn't give a shit about him as a GBG Junior Raid Champion. It's just like just like uh, um with um of CM Punk when he was WWE Champion, they didn't give a shit about him when he was champion. You have John Cena main event every every show, yep. and and they didn't, they didn't give a damn. And it's like I, I feel I feel for it more because this guy has worked his ass off ever since he came back as a Bone Soldier, and, and I, I, I do think he has a a, a, a genuine gripe for uh for being ups, upset that one again the the spotlight and he's again the, the the leftovers.
1: Hey, Brown, I understand. Hirohito Takahashi might end up the most popular junior heavyweight. To come out of New Japan Pro Wrestling's institution, Thunder Liger. I understand they are telling a long-term story with Hiromu so that they can do two nights in the Tokyo Dome and have Hiromu headline one of those shows as the junior heavyweight champion. I understand all of that. But that kind of sucks to be the number two guy inside of that division. And if Hiromu is going to main event the Tokyo Dome, he's got to have an opponent worthy of being in a main event of the Tokyo Dome. Who is that person inside of the junior heavyweight division if it's not Ishimori? Uh, That person is Hiromu. Yeah, but he's (laughs) got to have an
4: opponent. It's like. It's yeah. like it's like when Nakamura was IC champ and Okada was IWGP heavyweight champ, and Nakamura was clearly the most popular guy.
1: It's just the way it is, sweetheart. It's just yeah, the but way you it gotta is. have a junior to put up against Hiromu to have it worthy yeah, that, of a well, main that, event that, match. That,
4: that, that's that's Ishimori. It's just it's just that Horomo is so over that nobody gives a fuck about that fucking midget. (laughs) Listen, I mean, is there a better option? Like I I, no, no. No. Because first of all, these two work so well together, and you know, they damn near stole the show. And Ishimori was picking this motherfucker apart like he was a fucking surgeon. All right. Uh, that the, the fucking 450 splash on this dude's arm was fucking that was a move of the match, in my opinion. I was like, Yo, I can't believe he did that shit, and it was so targeted. Yeah, exactly. Now, listen, you're gonna have people who are the champion, and you're gonna have people who are the face of the company. And sometimes the champion will always be outshined by the face of that company or said division. Hiromu will always is the face of the Hiromu is the face of that division as it speaks. So no matter who's champion, they will always look at Hiromu. He's the fucking man. That's just the way that it's gonna be. When Tanahashi didn't have the belt, he was still the fucking man. Now, granted, granted, he did have people to work with who he could later on say, hey. You know, I'm passing this on to you, but this is not pass. This is not about passing anything. It's about who's the top guy right now. And the story that they're telling is Hiromu was like, "Bitch, that's me," and
1: and, and I'm down with that. But when it comes to Night One of Wrestle Kingdom next year, all right, and it's Hiromu Takahashi in the main event defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. There has to be somebody on the other side of the ring that's going to put asses in seats. And there's only three guys I can think of on the face of the planet that are going to do that. Number one is Kota Ibushi, the IWGP heavyweight champion. Number two is Will Ospreay, who's put on like 30 pounds to make himself a legitimate heavyweight. And number three is fucking Dragon Lee. And I do not want to see Dragon Lee versus Hiromu Takahashi in the main event at the Tokyo Dome. They will fucking murder each other. Like, th- th- that's <laughs> if Bushi and Naito turned up to 10.
3: I, I, I know what you're getting at here, Jargo. It, it, it's, you know, Hiromu gotten himself over so much. That what I I think that you kind everybody of want to see it. Everybody fails like it,
1: in comparison. It, it's,
3: it's like he's so, so good. He's too to the big point for the division it, at this it's point. It's like he's almost too good. It's like he's he's elevated so far above everybody else in that it division feels like that there's nobody even close.
1: When somebody takes the title from Hiromu, It feels like it's just to set up Hiromu winning the championship again. It's Ric Flair with the NWA championship in the 1980s. Like, there's nobody else in that division that you believe can beat Hiromu twice.
3: Yep. You're going to have to start going outside of the company to see if you can bring somebody in.
4: Sometimes you have somebody who's just that fucking special. or,
3: (laughs) Or
1: do we do what I... I've fought this forever, but I'm starting to get talked into it. Do we make Hiromu a heavyweight? I was just about to say that, but I said I was going to say uh, this is the
4: type of guy who's just that special.
1: I mean, I've and fought it forever, should,
4: but you move him up, he's just not tall enough. That's his problem. You can have him be a heavyweight,
1: but him being him being that short. I mean, uh, it works. It works with Kota Ibushi as the IWGP Heavyweight Champion, but the second, like Okada, wins the title. Yeah, he dwarfs Hiromu.
3: Yep.
4: It's 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 a tough situation,
1: but it's not a bad situation. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's a hell of a problem to have such a big star, but it's just yeah. you know, it's like it takes two to dance. You
4: all you have listen at this point, it's all about just feeding. It's like it's like a heavyweight boxer, you know, who just there's after a while, there's nobody to fucking there's nobody to freaking match him up with. So, all you can really do is just throw him to people and, and, and cash in on what you can cash in on, which is him whipping their ass in two seconds. There so, you can, yeah. you're cash in on that. So, what you got to
1: cash in on is that Romo just making motherfuckers look like fools all over again. Give me my title back, bitch! <laughs> I take it back. I just, I, 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 I just had an epiphany of what needs to happen. Eight track black. We open the forbidden door, and the main event of Wrestle Kingdom next year is Ray Phoenix versus Hiromu Takahashi for the I.W.G.P. Junior Heavyweight Pac. Championship. You uh, were gonna say yeah, Pac? I, yes. I, I
4: thought you were gonna. I, I was gonna say Pac because I thought you were gonna say Either Pac. One, Either really?
2: one's a good idea. Either one. How about we have the whole double triangle in there for a fair four-way? <laughs> Here's a, here, wait a
4: minute! Wait! 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 Did you not see? How you you watch Ray Phoenix matches, don't you? Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! You, you watch Ray you, Phoenix matches. You're, you're 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 scared of Dragon Lee versus Herold? Whoa. But you're I gonna don't. fucking
1: suggest? Right? Phoenix, Phoenix never, he never broke Hiromu's fucking neck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but he <laughs> might try.
1: To break his own fucking neck trying to break his neck.
4: That's what, <laughs> <laughs> what? Those two will fucking it. yo, they will they'll kill each other's career. I'm not even fucking around. They will shorten each other's career by at least
1: another five fucking
4: years. I don't know. We don't I,
1: need. Them. I feel It'll like be, I, I, there is a natural story between La Faction and Gobernoble going on in Ring of Honor and now Dragon Lee with the heel turn turning his joining his brother and his father now and La Faction and Gobernoble, Like and then Hiromu in Los and Gobernobles de Japón. Like there's a natural NWO black and white versus NWO red and black like storyline going on here with Hiromu as the clear baby <laughs> yeah. face. And yeah Dragon and Lee, Dragon the Lee, once beloved baby face who's now a fucking prick.
4: And he but he's that dude. And I, I and I'm glad you brought him up because I completely forgot about him. That's that's that guy you have, it's Dragon fucking Lee. Now unfortunately, you got to tell these guys to calm the fuck down. That's what I'm <laughs>
1: saying, man. Like those <laughs> two in the Tokyo <laughs>
4: Dome. But that's who Mori is good. He's great. He's no fucking Dragon Lee, especially when it comes comes to swag and charisma. He ain't got it like he ain't got it like Dragon Lee does. He don't.
1: A track black, who do you want to see in the main event at Tokyo Dome?
2: Well, I mean when it comes to and Harry yeah. division, I mean, have Huobo face off against all three members of the Duck Triangle in a four, fair four way. I mean, that would be an, insane. Um, I don't know, I mean, maybe if you if you leave out Penta, I don't know if he's uh in the weight limit of the junior heavyweight division but you have Pac in there you have Phoenix in there it would be a great fucking match as for the, the actual main event like heavyweight uh, style um, I, would, I would not mind seeing like freaking Jabasi versus Tatana or whatever but like I don't want I don't want to see the same main event we saw like the last two years like Ibushi versus Jay White Ibushi versus like, change, change it up have um, a match like a, a Ibushi for the Tan for, for the belt. Like, have, be, have it be like the last hole for Tan
1: I can get down with it. Let's get to your main event. Your 73rd IWGP heavyweight champion, 27th Intercontinental champion, the Golden Star, Kota Ibushi. God, it makes me happy to say that. And he straight <laughs> up breaks Switchblade Jay White. He straight yeah. up broke that motherfucker. He hate him so goddamn hard that Switchblade Jay White had a complete meltdown backstage. Kota Ibushi finally becomes God, only for Sonata to be led to the slaughter. The Great Sonata! As Billy Ray Valentine would say, <laughs> comes out in his three piece suit. It doesn't look quite as good as Switchblade Jay White's the night before. Yeah. And he challenges Kota Ibushi to a match. And Ibushi's like, Yeah, I don't mind fucking you up again. That's what's going <laughs> to happen. That's when it's going to. Sonata don't stand a snowball's chance in hella taking these titles away from Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Ibushi versus Switchblade, 48 minutes and 5 seconds. Officially (laughs) the longest match in the history of the Tokyo Dome. I very much enjoyed Kenny Omega's ring announcement Wednesday on Dynamite, where he said, uh, recently evaluated as the greatest match in the history of the Tokyo Dome. Once again, taking a nice little shot at Kota Ibushi.
3: Yep.
1: Ibushi walks out champion. 8-Track Brown, we called this shit. We called this shit, but oh. I didn't expect all that.
4: Uh, listen, I am going to reserve my comments. So I'm gonna hand it off to Joe. I'm. I got. I'm. I'm gonna say some things, but honestly, I, I have a lot to say, so I'm gonna let Joe take it.
3: For me, Jay White made this match. Like his work on the other side, of things just made Bushi's win that much more impactful just that the fact that like he just broke jay down to the point where he wants to not only leave new japan he wants to quit this business i mean wow i mean just fantastic stuff from both guys i mean um i don't know what else to say man i I don't track's gonna um say more about this but i I just wanted to say like just like fantastic work from both guys through night one and night two i mean just i mean I could watch these guys feud for the next 10 years. Like, seriously. And
1: I think that's the thing, 8-Track Black, is number one, you have the story of these two guys basically over the course of since Ibushi has returned to New Japan Pro Wrestling. And it's been laid out masterfully. And while the match wasn't necessarily perfect, the emotion evolved inside of the match. Absolutely made it perfect. The, it, I mean, if you're looking for a five star match, if you're looking for that emotional roller coaster, this <laughs> was it. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Def, definitely. Um. Uh, um. The whole the rollercoaster coaster between JY and Kota Bushi has been pretty pretty uh interesting because this is it's going back to last last year. When J. White beat uh, Kota Bucci in at Tokyo Dome at Night Two, and all lead up to J. White taking the belt, the breakcase from Kota Bucci, the first time that ever happened in New Japan, all the way back to all the way to Wrestle Kingdom, where Kota Buci got, got that got that streak, with revenge, and beating J. White for both belts in the main event, and you can see the cameras uh, having Jay White reaching for the belts, just desperately reaching for the belts, and just like. Yes. No, yes. No, I can't. Like he was so that was des- great. The- devastated, that he lost the, the lost the match against Kota Ibushi, and he failed to get in those titles. And that was that was a great side. They and the camera shot. You know, Jay White has owned Kota
1: Ibushi so much over the course of this feud the Eight Track Brown, I actually thought they might go sixty. Just as a way yeah. for Kota Ibushi to retain the titles, but not beat Switchblade Jay White, but instead he, he, he they sure. had him break him. I mean, was, fucking break him.
3: He's just the perfect foil to Ibushi, man. Like he's just the perfect uh, guy to match up against him.
4: Are you sure that they didn't go sixty minutes? Because it kind of sure felt like it, man. <laughs> uh, listen, listen. Here's here's, here's what I, here's what I wanted to say. Uh, Jay White has killed the dream of Kota Ibushi last year. Then he old, he almost killed his dream by taking his briefcase. It was the absolute obligation of the Golden Star to embarrass this fucking asshole <laughs> on all sorts of fucking levels. Not only did he embarrass him, yo, he broke, like, like we've all been saying, he broke him okay, he did to Jay White what Tupac was doing to Biggie. He was living in that (laughs) motherfucker's head 24-7, okay? I mean, he literally laid
1: down for Ibushi at one point.
4: Yeah. Dude, I don't know if Jay White is married, but I'm pretty sure Kota Ibushi fucked his wife. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, Kota Ibushi became God. Not on that night. He didn't become God on that night. He became God on night one. And what he taught Jay White was that your arms are too short to box with God. That's what he did. That's what he did. And the only thing that I that I, that I that I didn't like was this should have been reversed. Like, Jay White should have won in as champion. And Coda should have took those belts off of him. Instead of it being Naito. But, but, the way this masterful motherfucker, Jay White, sold that loss, yeah, it was as if he did come in with those fucking titles. Alright? And, you have the golden star, the rich kid, who I'm not, if I'm understanding his family is like very powerful in Japan, who is now champion. Okay? And, the only thing that they need from him now is a fucking heel turn. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to see him fucking go against Omega. I want him to join forces with the Invisible Hand, Don fucking Callis, and I want them to wreck shop on Impact. Wow! And
1: you want AEW? You want full time Murderer Boosh I want the dark. Golden soldiers. That's what I want. Man, uh, I tell you what, so there cool. is something. When Koda Ibushi flips that switch and turns into Murder Ibushi, it's it's incredible. It's scary. Incredible. Yeah. Yo,
4: he Koda Ibushi needs that gimmick for that asshole Kid King in fucking Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> Even though Will Ospreay's kind of taking that a little bit, that's what needs Kota Ibushi needs. We Now, I, I, I'm not going to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. This is just my suggestion. We need a total fucking total heel. Fucking bronze. Gold, the golden lovers. The bronze soldiers, bro. Wow. Fucking. That, we need that. We need a dark. We, a murder of Ibushi. I'm all for that in 2021. Because be he needs something. to send that message that he was born for this. And he's better than everybody. That
3: would be something. I I can dig it. I can Wait, dig we'll it. Turn on
4: that audience. I, I'm talking
3: I, about having kids cry. Hold on, Kenny Omega. Hold on, you know. I'm just,
1: I feel I, like I, th- there's a lot of people that were expecting at New Year's Dash to have something like Kenny Omega show up, and it that's yeah, not going to happen until this whole happening. pandemic <laughs> is gone. Like, exactly. Let's be real. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with Sonata. Now, if
4: they wanted to do this, and this is what I suggested uh, on online, on, on Mike, what they what they can do to split these titles is since Kodo Bushi has both belts, he needs to be pinned twice. You got to pin him twice to win both belts. Interesting. The first pin, you get the IC title. If you pin him, you get the IC title. He has to then pin you to get that belt back. But if he does pin you, the match is over. You get shit. Interesting, But if now, like, like say, Sonata faces him, right? Sonata pins him once. He gets the IW he gets the IWGP title. I mean, the, I, the the IC title. He keeps that. But if Kota Ibushi pins him again, if, but if Kota Bushi pins him, Kota Ibushi wins the whole match. He doesn't get the belt back, but he wins the whole match. He doesn't lose his, his heavyweight title. So that's how they could split that title up. You know, I'm not saying it has to happen with Sonata, but that's the way they have. That's the way they can have it happen in general to split the title up down the road. Just have somebody pin him once, and then Kota Ibushi pins him and uh, pins him in the match, and he wins the match. That way, the titles are
1: split, but he still wins overall. And you don't, you know, there's an
3: option get- for your boy uh, Jeff Cobb there.
1: Of course, yeah. The the option that Kota Ibushi has thrown out is let's just unify these titles and be done with the Intercontinental Championship, um, which basically is where we have been for all of 2020 with the Never title being elevated to more of that Intercontinental Championship level. a Black, what do you think? Do you want to see the title
2: unified or split apart? If they, got, if they keep on doing these uh, double championship uh, defenses, let's just unify the titles. I mean, what's it's, it's no what's the big big deal about them just you know find the titles, having the never open title be more elevated as the that mid card title, and I'm I'm I, sorry, I, but
4: I can't I can't see the ice the never open title shouldn't be over the U.S. title in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm sorry, man.
2: Well, they 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 treat the U.S. title like, like freaking the U champion title Well, it's hard to really know how they
1: treat the U.S. title because the U.S. title hasn't been around. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, they gotta fix that. Yeah, and I don't know how how they can they can fix it if they don't let uh John Marshley get permission from his daddy Tony Khan and have him drop the title to <laughs> Kento. Wow,
1: right? Yeah, no, I'm I'm with that. Joe, what what do you want to see the fate of the Intercontinental Championship be?
3: No, I've been saying for a while that I thought you know I think actually last time I was on with you I felt that they should split the titles up. I like Track's idea of making that happen, as tricky as that might be. But, I mean, I, I get the the appeal. You know, somebody you know, It's been a while since I've watched a lot of boxing, but, you know, when you see a guy with, like, a lot of belts on, I think that's what they're kind of going for, is seeing somebody with multiple belts. Uh, I guess it makes you more macho, right? It makes you more whatever, however you want to say it. I, I think that that's the approach that they're going for. But, you know, I think that, you know, given... You know, especially Shingo and Cobb, I think it, those are two guys. I, th- I think we need something for one of those two guys. I think getting rid of the Intercontinental title I think might be a bad idea, but I think that might be a good spot for, uh, for Cobb to be at. Of course, I am
1: always down for getting rid of championships whenever I possibly can, and I will even sacrifice my favorite championship in all of New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Intercontinental Championship, if it means <laughs> dropping a belt. I absolutely support it. Yeah. Sorry, Intercontinental title. I love you, but
3: you got to (laughs) go. You got to go. I agree.
1: All right, gentlemen, we will wrap it up there. I will do another episode as we jump on the road to the new beginning, kind of recapping New Year's Dash and the set as we come out of this thing. But we're already two hours into this call. And, you know, Cracker Track Brown's got places to go and people to see and I'm sure illegal things to do. Cracker Track Brown, tell people how to find you on social media.
4: Oh yo, If you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at a track dastardly. Yeah, that's a track T R A C no K. You can also find me on YouTube at the P W Hustle channel, where I do my reactions to all types of c- corny shit and awesome shows like Cobra Kai, Eagle Fang Karate for Life, Miyagi Do. You know, The Walking Dead, World Beyond, Fear the Walking Dead, and all that. Don't don't forget to join the P W Hustle Facebook group, and uh, that's about it. Eight track black,
1: do you got anything that you can plug that eight track brown did not already?
2: Well, you can follow me on Twitter at Mad Crazyness. You can follow me on Instagram at Micah Davis two one two. You can follow, you can, you can subscribe to my channel, the P W Hunter Zone, where I do the eight track black experience, the funny moments, and the PWL show, that that will be coming back soon in twenty twenty one. Best of that, and I I'm doing review reviews of Wild superheroes. Uh, New Japan. Sometimes, um, might I may take a break from the trivia because, obviously, um, uh, some of these promoters don't know the, the mean of fair fucking use. So, um, I might take a break on on tri- tri- trivia for a bit. <laughs> but so, but I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna stop doing YouTube. I'm gonna keep on doing them. So fuck AEW, fuck New Japan for their copyright striking bullshit. But hey, subscribe to my channel. <laughs> Mighty Joe, tell them about Turnbuckle Talk, good sir. Yes, absolutely.
3: Um, actually, I have a couple things I want to get to, but uh, for for myself on social media, you can find me at TB Talk Pod on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter uh, for Turnbuckle Talk. Um, just recently, uh, we had uh, yours truly, Michael Jargo, myself, and uh, and others with our 200th episode that you can uh, still check out. That was a lot of fun. And of course, my other show that we just started doing for the Love Wrestling Network, Turnbuckle Rewind. Our first episode, we looked at Hogan and Andre at WrestleMania 3. And then coming up on our, our second episode, we're going to be going to TNA and looking, going back to 2005 with AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels. And that's so, uh, a cool second match uh, to go through there. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm up to a lot uh, uh, these days. <laughs> I'm busy.
1: It's crazy to think that here we are 15 years later and both AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels are both on different nationally televised programs, Yep. you know, on different nights. It's crazy. It's going
3: to be, be an interesting one to break down. It's, uh, it's given- crazy watching those two
1: guys back then.
3: Yeah, um, absolutely fantastic.
1: W- w- was that was that uh, CD when he still had long hair, or was he bald already by then?
3: I believe he was um, rocking the cue ball look at this point.
1: If, if you haven't seen pictures of Christopher Daniels when he had hair, do yourself a favor, hit that on
3: Google. <laughs> it's uh, interesting.
1: Well, that's gonna wrap things up for this edition of destino the new japan pro wrestling podcast thanks for listening and if you haven't already please hit that subscribe button toss us one of those five-star reviews help us out in the algos destino is brought to you by our friends over at the htm podcast network hitting the marks.com media group hacker hameen.podbean.com media group.podbean.com the pw hustle pwhustlenetworks.podbean.com as well as syndicated over at the Rational Rage Network and at ndpw.com Find the show online, destinopod.com and across all social media at destinopod. Very special thanks to Mighty Joe Morin, 8-Track Black and 8-Track Brown for joining me this week Of course, New Japan on hiatus now for a couple of weeks, but I will try to get that New Year's Dash episode out as soon as stardom gets the show from the 10th uploaded. Until then, find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, be it Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, or iHeartRadio. If you're listening to episode one, enjoy episode two. If you just listened to episode two, arigato. We will talk to you next time here on Destino, a New Japan pro wrestling podcast.
3: Adios.